<laughs> Everything's got I just want to feel like life. it's Junji Ito up in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I do like Junji Ito. I yeah, do be liking his stuff. That's our goal is Uzumaki's to make our house creepy. Yeah. Ooh. Love Uzumaki. Wait, your your goal is to make the house creepy? Oh yeah, way creepy. Oh yeah, like very uncomfortable. Like I want to make like white Republican horse girls like leave our house. Oh. Again. Again. <laughs> we had somebody straight up like get up and leave our house. She was so uncomfortable. All right, let's talk about the story about that. What happened there? Like what was the context of having her over? Was she with someone or was she like someone you know and you wanted to come over? Or? Yeah. So his friend Bob my former editor Pulitzer Prize, Prize winning, winning Bob Strictly. <laughs> Previously Twitter verified, not anymore. Well, I don't know. He might still be Twitter verified. He could play the Twitter blue and just get the blue check back. It's not. It's not, not the, the official thing. check. It's not the official check, but yeah. it's a check. I think he still has it's like Elon's the Elon's money check. Oh, he's got gold. I think he does. I don't know if he even Twitters anymore. Who knows? I don't know what Bob does. He's getting married. He's Anyways. He's just bobbing about. Yeah, he's he he's a normal shit. man. Just a straight up grabber. normal guy. <laughs> Look at that beautiful sit. He observes all the cables, too. <laughs> what a sweet little bear. <laughs> So, Bob Strictly. Yeah, yes. he's a normal guy, and mm-hmm. he's got his brother over. Okay. Yeah. And his brother is, like, uh, going to be a dermatologist. I think he's already a doctor in residency at WashU. Sure. Yeah. And his fiance was over, and I was like... Yeah, well, we didn't really know, like, what the, the fiance's vibe was. Like, we were just, like, you know, chilling at our house. Like, <laughs> and he, they, like, kind of came over, and we were not, like prepared for company so it was like chaos zone mm, um mm. and she comes in and sits down and we're talking about all our taxidermy and all our weird shit and she's we're getting real seems, high yeah. i think it was the getting high that freaked well, her out yeah she's from well, that is the scariest thing to a republican <laughs> i don't know if she's even a republican well, she's from kentucky i before guess before we the J, we were talking about threesomes Oh, yeah. <laughs> they hated that. So it could have been the threesomes or the joint. You or the one. dead animals everywhere. Like, just things that normal people would be like, whoa, what are you talking about in this I mean, house? Republicans are pretty chill with dead animals. I mean, if you also, like, look at, like, that guy, what was his name? The one that ran the coup, basically. The guy who looks like if the penguin was stretched out. Excuse me? The guy, the fellow, the Roger, maybe, is his name? Roger. Roger Klotz from Doug? No, no. No, but she looks like if Roger Klotz and Spinelli had a kid. Oh, absolutely. Like, All that's right. a love child. <laughs> what a no, weird what, what is Nickelodeon Disney crossover. Yeah. No. Wait. Yeah. Didn't they both end up on Disney? No. Doug's a Disney property now. Doug's a Disney property now. Yeah, so is uh, Recess. They're both Disney properties. Wait, what? Uh-huh. Yeah, Doug's a Disney property. No, sh- no look shot. No. no shot. Doug is on Disney Plus. There's no way. I guarantee you Doug's a Disney property. I think we're smoking weed. I am smoking <laughs> weed, but I also remember Doug's a Disney property. I think you can also get up a little farther on the mic just to let you know. You're good, but you're... Oh, yeah, like this? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get like, it. I like, like the that. warmth. I prefer the warmth. I'm going to, like, come back that's, here that's with perfect. it. Hey, there do we what go. you got to do to get cozy. Yeah, brother. so now I'm, like, chill and sitting in my zen Doug pose. Doug on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, Doug is a Disney property. Shut up, it is. Uh-huh, I knew it, dude. Why is Doug a Disney property? Because Disney's a Leviathan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is coming to con- and I mean, yeah, like Nickelodeon's like what? First you came for fucking Marvel, then you came for Star Wars. Now you take Doug. Damn it! Well, they took Rocky Horror too. I can see that. Does that mean Tim Curry's a Disney princess? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Doctor, uh, 
Dr. Frankenfern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Frankenfern Bell from Beauty and the Beast just hanging out in the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see Disney. Them being into I would that love kinda... to see Bell's sexual awakening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just furry porn. Honestly, I was going to say, you just type that in and you're going to get a weird badge yeah, of rule like, for you. You're going to get what happens whenever horse girls uh, do DMT and start making hentai. Yeah, it's it's Disney property hentai, which is when they're gonna start coming for hentai. You know, we should talk about a more problematic thing, which is just Disney adults. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're a little scary, but that's see, I think the same thing about Disney adults as I do horse girls, and as they think about gay people, where it's like, I don't care about you, you just do that over there. (laughs) I don't want to see it, like, I don't want to see it, but like, you do you. You, you just go do you, you I know? can't even find audible laughter right now because it's so fucked up. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, you're not, you're not far off. If but... you want a pilgrimage to the Disney Magic Kingdom like it's Mecca and circle around Donald <laughs> Duck inside of a black cube, then do you, man. I don't know what happens to Disney World or Disneyland. There's two of them, right? And there's like Euro Disney in France. There's, there's Chinese Disney, I'm pretty sure, too. Yeah, of course there's Chinese Disney. It just doesn't have Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> you mean Gigi Pink. Exactly. They're the same guy. You'll never see him in the same place. They made sure of it. And with that, we're going to say welcome to uh, the 1 to 10 podcast. Hello. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the intro. Uh, oh, cool. No, we have uh, my, my cousin Corey here and his lovely fiance, correct? You guys are engaged yes. now? Yeah. yeah. I thought. Okay. Yeah, we're going to get- I got like, a McDonald's I, ring. Yeah, I gave her a McDonald's. <laughs> well, it's the, it's the class ring from Hamburger University. There was only like 106 of them made. I'm a graduate. That is actually better than a diamond ring. <laughs> oh, it's made out of- oh, yeah. Sterling silver mm-hmm. and um, ice cream machines. Yeah, recycled ice cream machines. Yeah, that's why wow. they don't work. Uh huh. Because they're, they're on my ring. <laughs> Damn. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I got this thing for twenty bucks at a flea market. It's worth like a hundred and fifty. That's pretty insane all the way through. Yeah. Congratulations. Should, and then I said, "Will you True make love. marry me?" And I said, "Yes." <laughs> Did you guys get about... chickens to celebrate too? No, I don't eat that food. That food's trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, on an occasion, Macus does hit. Let's be real. I do have one of those four-eyed grimace toys, though. <laughs> Even the adult Happy Meals. Yeah, no. my friend brought it. Brought it. I over. have friends who collected those. Really? Somebody yeah, told me it's worth like money. Yeah, yeah. Really? Well, I just like I think it was like famous designers helped collaborate to make the toys. Oh, wild! Sounds like a Coachella level sellout to me. Bingo. But yeah, no, I'm uh, I put it in front of this lapis lazuli obelisk mm-hmm. on top of a cow skull, mm-hmm. so it looks like it's worshiping the old gods, which Grimace is of the old gods. Yeah, he's also evading tax. Now, when, yes. you, when you say, wait, hang on, okay. If I type tax fugitive in, I know who's coming up. It's not Grimace. Mm. Yet. We're going to have to change that narrative. Yeah, Grimace is a milkshake thief, first and mm. foremost. Grimace is a tax evader and a murderer. Well, I'm also pretty sure he's a pagan <laughs> symbol of fertility. Oh, man. Okay, okay. So being an old it. god and a pagan fertility symbol, like, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, McDonald's borrowed from the old archetypes. A murderer. Live in our bones. I can see also just through advertising dollars on people have probably died from eating too much McDonald's and Grimace's power in those advertising dollars. Yeah. I can imagine there's a murderer also in there somehow. You, you didn't want to go more, you know, hands-on, too. But a tax evader? I don't know. I feel like Grimace has his books together. He's not cooking I, them. Mm, I don't know. I don't no, think Grimace, Grimace knows how to do taxes. No, all of he their accounts. He need to. He has money. He can pay <laughs> someone to do taxes. They all just pay the hamburger. 
<laughs> which is why yeah, that guy is a taximator exactly. that guy okay so this is more of like a scandal that's going to come out one day about how they none of them pay taxes but all because they trusted the hamburglar too much yeah the last time yeah. hamburglar's been seen by anybody was on john mcafee's yacht outside the bahamas <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that <laughs> yeah, he was cellmate to jeff epstein too yeah no hamburglar's been in a lot of precarious positions him and joe the- exotic Oh, my God. See, I think that the Grimace originally started his life as a saturated fat. And now McDonald's is about to, like, go broke and make him a trans fat. That was a bad joke. That was no, a bad, that was a no, bad no, joke. About not, it wasn't that bad. Grimace doesn't have a gender. I want that to be known. True. All pronouns work for the Grimace. Well, hang on a minute. Did we not Venice Gr- visit Grimace's home planet during those like 90s VHS tape home runs? Of- oh, the one where like he has that Irish uncle yeah. that you know was in the IRA? <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> the, uh, uncle like McShamrock Shake or some shit? No, like oh, for real, okay. he was out there. There is a five movie set of lore for us to consume here and consider yeah just saying and one point grimace says come on out ye black and tans come on and fight me like a man (laughs) (laughs) he did not say that he did not i'm pretty sure shamrock shank uncle said like up the rock shamrock shake uncle said up the rock shank all the way okay yeah because he will stab yeah like if if you come from a whole planet of grimaces like what if it's like a parallel universe where everyone's a grimace, but the IRA and the trouble still occurred. Does Ronald McDonald then come from a, a planet of all clowns? Uh, no, Ronald McDonald is a class trader who sold out the raw to the uh, unionists. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, McDonald, it shows that he has high heritage from like Gaelic origins, which means he sold out his people to become a big hamburger billionaire. That motherfucker left Derry and went to London. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, fucking northerners oh god exactly well sometimes the script writes itself you know i did he drew a mcsarson through your garden last night (laughs) (laughs) that one hurt that one hurt me tabitha knows all the words to all the irish songs despite only having one irish ancestor oh i got one i found her i i did the genealogy work I dug her up. I mean, if you if you dig far enough to not appropriate culture, I think you're allowed to like yeah. really celebrate it. Then once you found it, oh. you're in. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's my pass. I mean, if you look at the side that we share, it's like real wildly colonizing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like oh yeah, well, she she found one of a uh, one of grandpa's great grandpa. So okay. your great grandpa, my grandpa, yep, his great grandpa had four wives. Yep, um, all within like like a 12 to 15 year time span uh-huh yeah and, like rapid succession two of them were named mary different marys mm-hmm. and uh they traded actually like one of them like left for his brother's wife mm-hmm. like he like went for his swaps. brother's wife like just full on hey you try this one out because this ain't working <laughs> this doesn't happen I, I think the mary thing is more just indicative of the time yeah, yeah, everybody was named Mary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, if you're you gonna like, Mary, Elizabeth, Anne, just all of them. A Mildred. You have to have at you least one good... Mildred. Does a Mildred in the pot. fuck? No. A good Esther. I bet she did. Yeah. Well, I mean, once or Mildred twice did. just to have kids. No. no. Out on I the feel prairie. Like Mildred's uh, Mildred's a witchy woman's some... name. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Getting accused. Mildred's of part, just part of the Inquisition, baby. 
That's what a Mildred's up to. Absolutely. She's dealing with some shit. If somebody's name was Goody, All because she's just a little bit of a witchy woman, just like kind of, you know, cool for the 1860s. You're just bringing up Goody because we watched <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, no, I'm bringing it up because I couldn't remember all the characters' name in Holes. I saw Holes for the first time last <laughs> no, night. I made him watch it. I was like, we're watching Holes. You haven't seen Holes before? I have hole digging trauma. <laughs> yeah, Do you know how many ditches I had to dig on the family <laughs> land? You <laughs> go dig them holes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, yeah. man, I don't want to watch movies yeah. about digging so holes. So here's the thing. You, you definitely have way worse than I did, but uh-huh. like- I definitely had some whole digging drama there too. Exactly, and that that movie is therapeutic and cathartic after. Oh yeah, no, she was right. Breaking generational trauma. Yes, sir. Break the curse. Mm -hmm. I feel like Adam Zabroni ain't got shit on me. Yup. I feel like I've broken a lot of curses, but also created new ones. (laughs) What's your ratio? Oh, curse breaking to curse creating. I think I've broken three curses for every curse I've created. I was gonna give you a two to one. Yeah, I think it's a three to one. I've become a better wizard we'll lately a, we'll settle on a two and a half i'll give that yeah two and a half seems fair it's yeah a very, i'll agree with that Never i've cursed that. a lot of things you're a good warlock yeah yeah sometimes uh, i'm a chaotic neutral chaos worker was. yeah i've created real no no <laughs> you're, she, bad you're not she saw oh, something no, I, I created i don't like whatever that was yeah it had yellow eyes it was it was uh, I never saw its eyes, but I did see the shadows moving way they weren't supposed to. All the like, time. It's like great. And I'm a pretty like I I like she witchy believe in stuff, shit. but I'm like very skeptical. If I can find another rational explanation for she something, she cosplays with most a human beings. Yeah, like I'm just like it's it, not cosplaying. It's called like grounding yourself in a sense of reality, mm-hmm. and then just from I'm there, spending sounds like that shit's for chumps, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Reality is whatever you make it. It's all just an illusion. We're on a turtle's back being dragged oh, by a fart. Oh, you're going on the giant cosmic turtle belief? <laughs> yep. Turtles That's on the turtles one. on turtles. You dude. know, I'm going to tell you this. I thought you were better than that. <laughs> I thought you'd come up with a better one than something else like that bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm a Hindu supremacist. It's turtles all the way down. <laughs> The Brahmin is created. You know who else said that? You know who said it's turtles all the way down? The guy who created Ninja Turtles. Really? He's sitting there. Well, think about it. He's sitting there naming fucking Renaissance artists, but he's like, but they're all turtles all the way down. Exactly. No, No, he's right. Except for the rat. The rat who leads them all. (laughs) Well, the rats will lead all of us someday. (laughs) So the rat leading the turtle. I mean, our entire ecosystem is based on the fact we brought rats everywhere. What do you think a slow sign is on a a speed bar? A turtle. A what? I'll gauge for like a lawnmower or something. Yeah. A turtle oh. or a hare, right? Yeah. You use a turtle. It's all turtles. All turtles. All the way down. Mm-hmm. All you the way just down. slow down yep. reality. It's all turtles. All, all the way turtles. Down. Yep. Well, yeah, see, I like that. That's I, a good thing. I, I'm not I'm not a fan of what you're saying right now. <laughs> I recently saw the Ninja Turtles fight Batman at this guy named Loveboat's house. Oh God! It you're, was good. You're still oh. hanging out with Love Boat. I, I love oh, Love Boat. Yeah. Love Boat's great. Yeah, I have, I, have, I have to remember that the arc has taken many turns over. Tra- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. were there whenever I was doing the the crunches. I was on there. Trucker pills. I was the, there the day you were like, I'm gonna blow up the whole local music scene. I'm gonna explode <laughs> all of it because I can. And I'm just like, maybe you shouldn't just because you can. A benevolent oh. god does not always just destroy because they can destroy. In my defense, I was railing trucker pills that week. Yeah, the Chinese gas station speed was not okay. No. Oh, no. yeah. I was burning both ends of my manic candle, and I was doing a lot <laughs> of trucker speed. Yeah. <laughs> I love right. doing, like, you just go to the gas station, you buy those rhino pills that are supposed to make your dick hard or whatever, but they're not full of that usually. They're full of, like, so, weird trucker So let speeds. me tell you this. You say this whole thing of you go to the gas station, you buy these pills, you, you're skipping the step or not, you're realizing that, like, 99.5% of all people probably don't buy them. No. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's, it's, it's you and then like the weird old guys who are trying to get their dick heard because it don't work no more. Yeah. And they don't want to come to terms with their reality of life. Yeah, see, yeah. I just, I wanted to You're just to go like, fast. I want to see what happens. I just wanted to go fast, and I went real fast. And then I, uh... Bro, play Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> right. Like... Well, after that, though, I had this party where I used the rest of the trucker speed I bought. Okay. And I mixed all the four loco flavors in a crystal punch bowl, added all the trucker speed, and then I just smashed up a kiwi and threw it in there. And uh, we called it four loco prime. That's not what that is. Yeah, <laughs> it tasted so bad, and we <laughs> served it fancy out of blue crystal. And that's why you're responsible for multiple teenage deaths. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, there's a lawsuit. Well, okay. I'm not uh, allowed to talk about who did what there, but I will say that I did witness a few people snort caviar. Just straight up off a plastic spoon. I just have so many questions about your river town sometimes. Like, why and who would do this? And Uh, all Tony, the answer is drugs. Uh, well, okay, a lot of us were on acid, and that was whenever Chris pulled that giant knife and put it right on my eye. Yeah, there was a like a giant combat knife right against my eye almost. Like, I could see the tip of it. And this whole room just started chanting, kill Corey, kill Corey. <laughs> and I, I was mean... like, I was into it. I thought it was kind of funny. And uh, I mean, when then you the... start going, emo tip, emo tip. When the Temple of Doom is happening, it's very exciting. Oh, yeah. it's great. It gets your heart pounding. And then um, <laughs> Love Boat like, takes like this... you're going to die, but you never felt more alive. <laughs> yes. He takes this giant boot, and it's a boot made of buttons on uh, on this felt canvas. Okay. And it's just buttons sewed into this felt canvas in the shape of a boot. And I said, one of my uh, my mom's determined godmother of me was Crackhead Debbie, mm. who had one leg. Shout out, Crackhead Debbie. Yeah, she's dead. Okay, R. I. shout out. R.I.P. Shout out, <laughs> yeah, Crackhead Debbie. Oh, you were... We still got to get her leg back from no, the government. No, the government did repossess her leg. Me and Uncle D tried to take it. Anyways. <laughs> That's the most interesting part of the story. Go on. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Anyways, they break this button boot over my head to like snap everyone out of like the death chant is great i now know what it's like to be an aztec virgin <laughs> and uh yeah it was pretty cool sorry i had to smoke weed about it right now oh yeah, just... can i can i smoke a little yeah, weed about absolutely. it like yeah, it was yeah, yeah. it was wrecking this state now <laughs> oh yeah i saw that yeah isn't that yeah. tight it's I... the only reason i step foot in missouri i hate your state your state annoys me nah see now we're better than you and now you hate that Mm-mm. We have, oh, we got abortion, bitch. Okay, that is true, and I will say you guys do not have the draconian level of issues that we have with that, and we have our roads about are it better the too. Ah, uh, no, yeah, they are. I drive Illinois roads all the time, every single day, brother. In my experience, your roads <laughs> in the more rural areas are so much more. Oh, mismanaged. we're talking back roads. Yeah, we don't. We don't oh, talk yeah, about your main no. your main roads are. Oh, way, the interstates okay, are amazing. Your inter yes, your interstates and your main roads are much much better than ours in yeah. general quality. Oh, but your back roads are dog water. Oh, I ex- yes. And ours it, are actually fucking drivable. Yeah, see, there is a big <laughs> difference there. Like, even whenever we're going and down to both of our trips, states seem to yeah. mirror each other in a lot of, not mirror, but like have a lot of similarities. Like, they're, you know, Chicago's a very vastly different city than St. Louis, obviously. Oh, absolutely. Not going to disagree with that whatsoever. But as far as it comes, like, you know, uh, geographically, like totality of state, right? It's mostly rural area. Yep. So a lot of those things really reflect and mirror each other. I don't know. I feel like Illinois has something Missouri doesn't, which is like every 10 feet, you just run into a moderately sized city. 
Illinois, I feel like, has more more cities between like hmm. twenty thousand and like a hundred thousand than almost any state I've been to. Maybe Ohio has a lot of that too, though. But like, see, like, because a lot of places you get a lot of bigger cities, or like you get like no big cities at all. But Illinois, you get like you get Bloomington, Normal, Aurora, Joliet, like all these weird little shit towns, Peoria springfield belleville just between like twenty thousand. yeah all i good zoned places. out and i'm like are we just listening we are listing all the cities in, in illinois. illinois here's all the ones i know that have a decent population size yeah and it's like yeah you, you get a lot of but don't go to wood river no hey i kind of i have a soft spot for wood river because <laughs> nah, it's so i shady. i made this joke one time in my day job about like Wood River, and I was like talking about the story of the time we went to that city council meeting where the basketball. Oh, that was that down. was Calhoun. Cal was that Calhoun? That was Calhoun. Well, either way, I made a joke about Wood River, and I was like, "Yeah, don't go to Wood River; it's a bad place." And the one guy, like who I work with, who's like this, he's like six eight, super skinny, super tall. Um, his name's Caleb, and Caleb just goes, "I live there," and I'm like, "Yeah," and he goes, "You're right." <laughs> <laughs> it was that simple, and I was like, "All right, cool, man. Thank See, you." Like. Like, Wood River is the place where people tell you not to go if, like, you've only had a cursory examination of the area. Sure. You know a local if they're like, hey, you shouldn't go to South Roxana, man. That's a place. Yeah. That's, that's, because we door knocked. We did political door knocking for Democrats, okay. which is hilarious. <laughs> My favorite part of that was when I stopped, we were, like, walking the whole distance and everything, mm. and we stopped to, like, drink some water <laughs> in front of this abandoned house, because I'm like, okay, you stop in front of some people's house, they'll come out and see why you're standing outside. Yeah. So it was, like, abandoned house. It was perfect, obviously perfect obviously yeah. abandoned <laughs> like it was there was no door and shit it was wild so i'm taking a drink and all of a sudden this man <laughs> comes yeah. up to the Just door emerges. and he's like what are you doing he's imposing <laughs> he's got the head of lurch from like the adams family but like the body of like a, a stretched out twizzler Hmm. The man was insane looking. Just all like wild eyed. And I was like, a oh. Chewy or a regular Twizzler? Oh. Or a pull and peel? Pull and peel. Definitely. That was the answer. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. for sure. It's like it's like if, if string cheese was, was chewy and chemically. It is. Yeah. But yeah, like even more ultra so. Ultra processed. What do you mean? <laughs> Everything under Roxana is benzene. The whole town is just benzene. I see. I see. You can't even really grow a garden there. It's crazy. We do have like a nuclear waste dump issue that's like not far from where I work right now. Oh yeah, where's that at? But Over in like right? Hazelwood. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what's the creek called? Like Coldwater Creek or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, it's a tragedy. Like if you look it at is. it, it can affect lives not very long from now, multiple generations from now. Like, oh, they it, found it, some it under like serious issues. They found some under the playing fields in Hazelwood. Yeah, man. It fetch it down. It's yeah. bad, men. It's crazy. And also, yep. like, that's not counting, like, all the chemical tests that yep. were done in St. Louis in the 60s yep. and 70s. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me, on, what, are, what are those called? Like, the, the places where the Superfund sites uh, that the EPA sets up. One of them is in Sauge wow. because of an aluminum Okay. They had like an aluminum facility and the ground's so toxic there, it's like next level shitty, so they call it like the Superfund site or huh. something. Okay. Yeah. I worked as a green energy advocate for a while. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, it was uh it was heartbreaking. <laughs> it's absolutely soul crushing. We're all gonna die. <laughs> I mean, well that 
that level of nihilism is just true. That's a uh, that's a truth here on the One to Ten podcast. We don't really back away from the acceptance of uh, and the grief of death. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you could go Nietzsche or you could go Camus. I just like to go. We're all gonna die. Forward. You know? <laughs> um, I got a couple topics I always curate for the pod every week. I'm trying to find the ones that are the most relevant to you guys to what I can actually apply here. Well, she works at a library, forward. so she's... Well, that Don't tell people that. Oh, my God. You can't read, but you work at a library. It's, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's not a Missouri library, so no one's going to burn it down for having gender queer. The queers. Uh, another reason yeah. Illinois is better, because they teach LGBTQ history in school. That shit's badass. Don't get me twisted. And this, <laughs> Yeah, I'll say that is, that is 100%, but... Yeah, no, I'm not going to say the state's better. <laughs> I, I am happy it. about the rec stuff. I will say that. And yeah. I'm not going to reveal. There's, there, I have more things I'll tell you guys later after recording uh, about why I'm particularly happy. But uh, it, it's a good step in the right direction. There's more work to be done. But that can only be done by the first steps being completed. What I was impressed with was by how December 6th they had uh, already started accepting uh, applications for comprehensive licenses. So we're moving in the direction of early February, like February 8th for recreational sale. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's a pretty fast turnaround. So (laughs) holy Missouri doesn't make the mistake Illinois did. I mean, our medical is prohibitive. No, I don't know. I I totally agree with you. Actually, I've talked about that like several times on the pod already Mm -hmm. over the course of, you know, the last 40 whatever episodes it is. By the way, guess this is a fun game we do. What number of the episode do you guys think it is? 53. 43. No, 42, actually. Pretty close. Darn. You like to get, that's the answer to everything, it isn't good. it? Uh, I mean, that's supposed to be. I think that's yeah. what the Guardians of the Galaxy, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, yeah. is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so yeah. long, and thanks for all the fish. Yeah, thanks, Jack Black. I can't <laughs> wait till I say that to somebody in a really demonic fashion. <laughs> I'll dig into that later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so... What were we fucking talking about? We were talking about how Illinois is going to be the next state to announce its pronouns as they, them. No, that's, I mean, yet, that's kind of what we were talking about. We were talking about the law differences and the thing you're saying about price prohibition, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cost prohibitive yeah, to yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sell weed in Illinois legally. Can you explain on what you mean by that? Oh, you have to have like so much shit. Like, it's like. Yeah, um, like the licensing is like upwards yeah. of like. I can't remember. It's just to apply for it. It's a couple hundred. It's like 50,000, I think, just to apply. Really? Yeah. Like, it's it's ridiculous. So there's also, like, the corporatization of uh, Mm -hmm. your state where there's, like, about five major chains that kind of run the whole thing. Oh, yeah. No, we're corrupt as shit. And I'm pretty sure most of our friends are the governor. And, well, that's the thing. They all kind of, from what I understand, too, um, they kind of all work together to set the price for everything. Oh yeah, and so it's that's way why too high. It's like, yeah, yeah, like you're, you think like an eighth is like thirty five, right, or something like that. I know an ounce is like four hundred of good shit, unless you're buying shake. Yeah, and right. So, yeah. so here's the thing: love that it exists, but Missouri medical is cheaper. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like by yeah, like, it's, like it's by, by like ten to twenty dollars on a product, mm-hmm. depending on what you're buying. Illinois is going to have to uh, use its pricing cartel to lower prices because Missouri is going to get way too competitive. Yeah. We are. We are going to fuck you guys up in that market. Yeah. You know now. So we, we have better. We have better. Like this is the whole thing. Like people who live in Illinois who come to work in Missouri because you get better rates on your taxes for the money you make. True. Very, it's been a yeah. it's been a multi generational thing that I've observed. From as long as when I was a child coming over to visit the family. Yeah. Like that was, I, I was knowing, I knew people who did that in family. I knew people around 
um, you know, family members who would say, I have this friend who works in Missouri who does this. Yep. It's it's been that way for at least thirty years, if but not longer. Our high taxes go to make our interstates better. Yeah, but what about the schools, Corey? What about the school? Actually, I was about the children. I was an education reporter for like ten years, and at the end of it, we actually did restructure the formula of funding schools because the way we were doing it, Mm -hmm. a lot of rural communities and like okay, so Illinois lost population. Everybody knows that. What people don't realize is a lot of the places that are losing populations are like the rural areas who like kind of vote for the same people who are like we're losing population because our bad business practices and it's more along the lines of they're losing population because there's really no future in downstate illinois like cairo illinois is one of the most tragic places that anyone could ever imagine it's it's devastating yeah between its economic devastation the uh the flooding devastation and shit so if you if you fund your schools through property tax rates which is how most people do it including illinois You're going to end up with, like, water polo public schools in Naperville and, like, barely getting a book in Cairo. Yeah. So they restructured Uh, that. So now, like, a lot of the money coming from Chicago gets, like, surplus down here. That makes sense. Yeah. So our schools are getting progressively better. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched that happen as an education reporter. But our drug epidemic is getting worse. Well, maybe not as much anymore. I think it peaked in like opioids, fentanyl, well, things like that. You're talking about. Okay, so whenever I was a drug reporter, the most the most abundant cause of death was mixing fentanyl and meth, mm. and like a speedball kind of deal. Okay, that sounds horrible, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like that does not sound like a good time. Uh, it's somebody's good time. Yeah, I like to drink occasionally for like uh-huh. really tasty drinks, and I like to smoke. Yeah, for yeah. near self-medicating purposes, essentially. Same, yes. and that's about it. Like, I don't like being incoherent generally. No. I, I mean, yeah. changing things up and mixing it up every now and then, doing some other stuff. Uh, psychedelics are cool. Psychedelics are a it, good time if you're into it and it's the right mindset. Yeah, I think it's a big thing that's never spoken about when people talk about like doing, like you know, it's cool that I was doing mushrooms or I was doing acid, right? But no one ever says like, "Hey, you should only do like not a lot." If you're like there, like you should do what's appropriate and you should do it in the right environment because a lot of people who don't do it have that misconception about like that kind of use. Yeah. Well, and it gives it a bad rap. I think people who don't do drugs in general, which is a lot of people actually, Mm -hmm. like I think they, they don't perceive it the same way as the users do and they perceive it in a different light of like how much they're using. Mm -hmm. Like for me, if I were to trip on acid again, which I haven't done in six or seven years i think it's been for me now i i just don't do psychedelics anymore i just haven't yeah i I feel like i got everything i needed this one time i accidentally did a 10 strip while i was drunk see i've never gotten that far but i did like i did like two and a half of like the strongest i ever did and that was the day before uh i got in that fight with uncle al oh i don't want to discuss the discourse of that on the pod right now but like oh yeah i remember that that was that was crazy yeah so world moving events essentially for me and like you know permanent damage done which is whatever and I don't really hold any negativity towards that, but I recognize the uh, recourse of my actions. I escaped the simulation, and I thought I had eaten the dog. 
<laughs> it was great. I woke up in a pile of I, I blood just, and piss. That's okay. I want to touch on that. In a <laughs> but I just you said eat the dog, and I just was like I eat that whole damn dog. That's the first thought I had. Look at him. He's so big. He's so. It big. was a wiener it's, dog. It was a wiener so, dog. The dog I thought I'd hard. eaten was a wiener. That's dog. whatever. Yeah. No, that dog's he's. And then okay. yeah, he's, he's cooked right now. He actually we went to the dog park earlier because we yeah. have one in here, and uh, we uh, he just ran. Because it's been, you know, so cold, we don't go out for a very long time. So he's yeah. got to get that energy out. And when he did, man, he ran and ran and ran and <laughs> ran and ran. And it was great. He's a great boy. I couldn't handle a dog, but that's a good dog. It's the yeah. best time in my life to handle it right now. I'm not getting any younger. Oh, uh, yeah. I think about if I was doing this in like 15 years from now and I'm 45, I would be like exhausted because he's a husky. Yeah. But right now I'm young enough to where like I... I have a lot of energy still, mostly at 30, and I have a lot of uh, drive to, like, do a lot of things. So I work. <laughs> I, I do my stream. I make the pod. That's fun. Because I, I do, not to brag, because Jamie was the one who took the credit, which is just, you know, the Joan Rogan producer guy's name is Jamie. Mm -hmm. So we make joke on the pod that Jamie does the edits and all the stuff for us. Jamie does not. I'm Jamie. <laughs> so I do I do all the editing and uploading too for the pod. Oh nice. And uh so between like all that scheduling, doing the stream and then like working a day job, having him, having a relationship with a child on the way. You know? Yeah. There's just kinda there's like a lot of like I'm doing a lot all the time and that's fine. Yeah. Because I actually like it. There's some comfort in being like the American man. <laughs> and I, I, I'm yeah. gonna say there's some comfort in being like the the prototypical like heterosexual hardworking American man because the there's normative. There's a there's a comfortable American solace. Dream. Yeah, it, there's a comfortable solace in it. It's yeah. weird. I, 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 I the being like I'll, I'll acknowledge it as I am. You know, I'm yeah. pretty pretty standard, like whatever in that way. I'm pretty vanilla labeled. See, I feel that urge calling to me in the night sometimes, and it's just like... Well, it's just nice to know that, like... Well, the other thing, too, is that when you work with other people who are in that same situation, there's, like, this is comfortable, like, oh, we're all just going to work till we die, right? And it's like, yelp, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you kind of accept it and then embrace it, and then it's just, like, whatever. Wild. Super I know. In this constant in, in Corporatization has kind of fucked my brain. I'm I not going to lie. Yeah. I've done it for four and a half years, and it's it, it's not bad to have certain things about it. Like the real rigid structure and organization of things and the meticulous nature of it can actually be good for like staying organized in life and motivated. Yeah. Right. But then there's also just like the uh, bait and switch, if you will, of like, say this like acceptance of monotony. <laughs> and like and, and like and not in a monotony and like uh an acceptable thing way like i mean like there's things that are blatantly monotonous right like even yep. doing dishes folding your clothes God, yeah. fucking hate like dishes. doing general life chores can be monotonous and I they're hate them. right it's rough sometimes but what i'm saying is that there's like acceptable monotony in the nature of things and it's like how they should be and then there's things that like shouldn't be monotonous that are but because you're in this kind of environment you come to accept it much more often Interesting. See, yes. I I, I don't want to talk. Open, I don't want to talk about it openly right now. One I day, suck at monotony. one day, maybe not too long from now, I will be open to talking about some of that monotony and telling those stories. <laughs> yeah, I got some stories, man. I'm thinking <laughs> about just quitting my job, buying a Buick Roadmaster, and traveling around the state with a typewriter. I'm trying to get him to get like five girlfriends just so I can have some me time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, and like, I mean. That could be hilarious. Oh, absolutely. Just like, oh, yeah, well, see, you think I need five girlfriends. I think I need two girlfriends and three goons. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a reason. Because, like, 
I have goons, and yeah. I like uh, one of my goons kind of washed out. He uh, he started asking too many questions about Anne Frank and saying too many mean things about trans people. And was I'm this like, Kanye West? <laughs> oh, he yeah, thinks well, Kanye West is going to be murdered for telling the truth, so he's close enough. Wait, 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 wait! wait. Do you think Kanye is currently telling the truth? I don't know. I, oh, I haven't talked know. to this dude in a while. Yeah. But like, you we've had talked some... to him post Alex Jones Infowars clips. Were... Nope, nope. Because the last time I talked to him, those were was, crazy. He was saying <laughs> mean things about trans people, and I was like, "Listen, I can make yeah. a grimace joke, but that's awful what you're saying." Yeah, it's it's one thing to make jokes about fictitious characters through concepts and like and making yeah. you know light of social issues that yeah, way. I mean, especially, and then since... there's like actually saying horrible things about people that do exist. It's like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? Those yeah. are human beings experiencing mm-hmm. something you're not experiencing. Have you no like ability to put yourself in their shoes, you little fascist? And he's like, oh, oh. and I'm like, you make me sick. You're the reason why <laughs> nightclubs get shot up, you piece of shit. Damn, that's so he's not brutal. really a goon anymore. Mm. Yeah, he was kind of washing out as a goon anyway. He was like, you know, he he didn't have good goon ideas. Like now, goon- what's your what's your necessary like feeling for the need for goons? Can you explain your need to have goons? Uh, so Tabitha, he, as the chief goonkeeper, to outsource his labor. Yeah, I hate so, I hate doing so shit. like the monotony and like you're talking about <laughs> the dishes and the laundry and all of these things that like for a lot of people are just like I literally part paid of a life. sex worker to do dishes one time. No, four times. Yeah. It was, it yeah, was, it was, it was like it was an ongoing rate. thing. It was like 15 bucks an hour. She's great. She like mm-hmm. in Alton and she's like I'll suck your dick for 10 bucks. I'm like, "Well, how much for doing dishes for an hour and a half?" Wow. Yeah. You, you paid her like 50 bucks for like yeah. an hour and a half of dishes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I, you pay I for believe, good money. Yeah, her labor is worth something to me. I mean, you know, you should pay people for what they do regardless of exactly. their regular labor. Exactly. Yeah. Sex work is real work. And like I, yeah. I wasn't interested in that, but I was very interested in getting my dishes so done. So to be clear, did you get your dick sucked? No. No. Why? No, absolutely. You just got not. your dishes done. Yep. No. Good yeah. for you. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yep. <laughs> now your uncle, I'm not sure. Yeah, well that that's that's that that's his business. We had yeah. a freezer full of pecans. He he liked to take things from trucks. Anyways. Wild. The room the goons. full of exploded wine. Yeah, the exploded wine room was pretty fucked up. The strange toilet he claimed didn't All work. Right, but let's did. get on to these goons again though. Okay. Yeah. Is, yeah, I want to yeah, cover yeah, this. So <laughs> goons. So essentially Corey outsources all of his monotonous labor. Yeah, I don't like doing it. Okay, so like that's the thing. There's super successful people who like make enough money, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. They, I mean or a lot of money or some other situation. I'm talking about like, you know, YouTubers. I'm talking about People who literally have more value in their time being put doing something else. Okay. Yeah. Than it is to for them to do those things and pay someone else to do it. Yeah. Which might be where you are at with some of the, the money. And that is fine. I don't even know if that's where I'm at. A lot of times we don't even like give them money. I mean, like sometimes we do. We make sure that they're taken care of. I mean, hey, look, it is your arrangements to make. Like right, I bought right. one good like the goon at our house right now t- currently toiling. He uh he asked us for a rare seven string guitar that was like getting bought off the market real fast. I sent you a sure, link to it. Sure, sure, sure. And I was like, okay, well, we need like a bathtub replaced and some mold removal done. And he does that kind of shit. So we were like, well, I'll buy this guitar and then you work it off. Okay. So now we have this super cool guitar that if he doesn't work it off, we can sell it for like more than we paid for it. So hell yeah, dude! And if if we hmm. does work it off, then we get labor for cheaper than what would have happened if we would have paid someone else to do it. Okay, I mean, yeah. I I vibe with what you're saying. Like, yeah. I, I I mean, I am someone who believes that if I am not capable of doing something, mm-hmm. 
then I am not going to do it. Yeah, I'm just not going to do shit. Well, I don't mean that. <laughs> uh, yeah. literally means he's not. Oh, I, I literally mean like I'll do dishes to make you happy. <laughs> I will cook food to make you happy. Uh, I mean, yeah, dude. Whatever the motivator is. Yeah, like I enjoy making Tabitha happy, as long as it's within reason. Yeah, but like I don't reasonable. like doing things like like cutting up boxes or. Yeah, I mean sorting things. To, to, I, I, I get where you're at with the. But I don't also, they things look. I don't want to do. They help me. Look I just tough. do things I don't want to do all the time. Yeah, but that's because like I think it just makes me a better person for uh-uh. it. Yeah, see, I'm I'm fine with having a lack. Like not character. a better person than other people. It's like a better person for what I'm <laughs> yeah, putting into like, myself by yeah. just doing things that make me not want to do things. See, I like having a lax character. I like having like moral flexibility and just being like. Overall buffoonery and maybe a little lazy. That's fine with me. Are you talking about yourself or a D and D character? Oh me, because it's like both. I am a D and D character. <laughs> I, Somebody I get that. You have me. big bard energy. Mm-hmm. Always bard and what else was Wizard. it? Bard like like a magic bard, like a chaos magic bard. I feel like so. Would I'm you, all charisma. Would you be no the same too. physical stature in game as you would? Uh, oh, absolutely. So then, why are you not like, using an axe to cast spells? Because I feel like that's kind of like who you are. I would do that. Yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd be like a warrior monk who's also. A I like making people forget how. So big it's a, I it's am. a stringed axe essentially. Yeah. It's all it's all in one instrument that it can murder people with both blade and spell. <laughs> yes. I like blunt instruments too. Okay. Just like I want to club somebody. Like what's that called? A halberd? <laughs> the, the spike ball? I just want to like drive that. That's in a morning star. Me. I'm, yeah. The halberd's on the chain. No, sure halberd, a halberd is like used. a long pole axe kind of oh. thing. It's like a long like staff with a, an axe kind of thing at the end or a blade. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a like I never shopped at the mall knife stores, so I am unaware of medieval. I just played devices. Fire Emblem. Oh. I'm just, I'm playing Fire Emblem now on stream too. Oh, interesting. I'm a yeah. nerd. Yeah, I don't. I'm a Ren Fair kid. You are a Ren I Fair went to kid. one Ren Fair when I was 14. It was very tight. I had the big foam sword afterward, the great sword side. It was nice. sick. And then uh, after that, it was just video games to introduce me to that, like Soul Calibur and then uh, Fire Emblem. I play Skyrim. There you go. Yeah. I would do too many things to worship the Daedra if Skyrim was real. Let's talk about a different game that you know you probably haven't played yet, but what do you have some thoughts on maybe about Pokemon? Uh oh, okay. So I have a lot of thoughts on the new Pokedex. I haven't played the new I haven't played it yet. Just I like, haven't played it. When you say that you mean like the collection of the new Pokemon. Yeah, I love this cool. gen's Pokemon. It's my favorite gen actually since like probably Gen 2. That's a wild statement. It is. I really that's, like that's a ridiculous statement. I like the I'm gonna um, contest that. I like the Chinese like mythology legendaries. I like the Godzilla cool. ice type. Yep. Um, I like the weird bread dog. I love the 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 graveyard. That love Pokemon that is thing. banned in competitive play. Yeah, because it's too it's too cool. And then Tinkerton. <laughs> you mean you mean you, that you because you can in, like as your last Pokemon throw it out and sweep teams. Yep. I also love Tinkerton. Is that the same <laughs> Tinkerton? T- the thing that looks like if Tabitha had a hammer. What is your favorite of the three starters? Um. Oh. Oh. That's easy. Doesn't but... have to be the evolution. Can be the fir- base form, whichever one you want. To oh, actually, I said it was easy, but it's not. First of all, I hate the duck. Fuck the duck and everything it Quaxley. stands for. Yeah, Quaxley yeah. can suck my duck dick. Everything it turns I into upsets me. I mean, it's kind of okay. It's got a good typing. It's water fighting. Yeah, it's still just. It's man. one of the best typings. That's one of the best typings categorically. Like yeah. ever. I mean, that's why like Polyrath is way cooler though. Keldeo. Yeah, they're they're way cooler in that duck thing, but like, 
I like the the cat, and Spring I like Tito. No, I like the Fuecoco probably the most. Fuecoco. I literally when Fuecoco came out, the first images came out. I said, I typed my reply was, I will die for Fuecoco, all caps. <laughs> I firmly believe that. So here's a fun question, and I've asked this before to uh, my other co-hosts when they're uh-huh. here. Uh, but let's ask you guys this because I think you have an attachment to the the brand. Oh, if she barely were... knows what Pokemon does. That's but fine. She'll try. No, no, no. You'll you'll still like this question. Right. If you were a person like in the Pokemon games or show, right, a character appearing in an episode, whatever, what would your like shtick be? I'll go first. Mine would be the crocodile guy. So I would have Fui Coco. I would have Totodile, and I would have uh, Sandile, and I would have all their evolved forms. I'd be Ooh. like, I'd be like the Croc guy, and I'd be an Australian by Crocky. Check out me fucking Crocs, and then they would just come out and be Pokemon battle with those. I'd run a Ditto brothel. Maybe have like. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're fucked up. <laughs> I just but know that's the best way to itself. make money, it dude. It speaks for itself. Okay. Like, yeah, no you make so much money. It. it can transform into anything. Anything you ever want, dude. It's like it's like a hollow deck that feels pain. Like you can make <laughs> so much money. Off ditto. Oh, yeah, man. ditto right. brothel, man. That... Have, uh, any thoughts? Um, I just have like all the dead things and okay. the cute things. Yeah, I'd just hang out. Like I, you'd be a fairy ghost trainer. Yeah, like hanging out by a graveyard or something. She would your graveyard would be your favorite Pokemon. She'd be the big graveyard Actually, dog. Actually, my favorite is Chandelure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would make sense too. Yeah, yeah. She you, loves. Oh, that yeah. One. You'd be the weird girl, ghost girl with a few fairies sprinkled in. Yeah, and, and like yeah. the psychic Gotharita. Yeah. Yeah, I always like the dragon concept because Dragonite is my favorite Pokemon of all time. Oh, that's a good one. I will say that I do have his little pop figure right there. If you didn't see that, right underneath DMX. Oh. Yeah, next to Spider Man. <laughs> yeah dragonite's great i think my favorite is mewtwo because i'm just such a basic you've always been that way though I as love soon mewtwo, as mewtwo so... came out you were just like in yeah no like his whole concept of like i cannot control the power of my existence but i am here and you he all have to deal the... with me he probably said the most <laughs> prophetic thing said in the 1990s which part uh he understood that the circumstances of one's birth does not like dictate the existence of their life confirmation mewtwo is a trans ally yeah <laughs> true true yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah that's... which makes him cooler than all the other pokemon because i, I don't mean, know i see some pokemon nah, like, dude, dragonite pokemon... is the gayest little dragons ever lived oh no there's obviously some gay pokemon there there's yeah. some lgbtq pokemon and that's under that very umbrella. cool that's why i love no nah, that's not why i love I but there's love also them. the homophobes like salamance you look at a no. salamance and you tell no. me he doesn't say horrible things no no not the new salamance oh yeah well the new salamance is cool see that's what i'm saying that's the ally version yeah, yeah like yeah. and like i mean everybody loves charizard but you couldn't see charizard being a little little bigotry you know what i'm saying uh charizard uh x but charizard y or the one that the, the black and blue one is the, yeah. the, the cool one yeah the one charizard who turns into the y. more charizard the charizard y yeah that one would be very much a bigot yeah that one would be insane that one's a kentucky like shotgun on porch get off my lawn exactly yeah, yeah. that one's uh i would rough. say there's more gay pokemon than like homophobic oh ones, by though. far Absolutely. okay so let's let's build this idea so you said this generation is your most favorite since gen 2 gen 2 is first off not a good generation oh uh, espion and umbreon dude that's all you've got dun sparse uh love that little critter. no dun 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 sparse uh, uh okay no, i have no, no, issues no. with the dun sparse I but i i appreciate their their effort no tyranitar is a great pokemon too uh-huh there's a I lot like, of there's like, a lot what, of what's uh, gen classic. 4 was cool i did gen like four, gen 4 gen 3 was actually good Gen 3 was all right. I liked their new direction. I liked the concept of Gen 3. Like, 
it's grown on me over time, but it just took me in such a way. Blaziken exists. It went from the watercolored pretty shit yeah. to like a little more like like surge extreme kind of shit where yes, i'm like sir, we were sipping on that yeah so i'm like you know that was cool like yep. i liked it gen like, 4 was insanely good gen 4 had more of like the return to the vibe yep. and of it gen had one and, two. and it also had like some of the best pokemon it did i really yeah. i did and appreciate then gen, gen 5 4. completely spun everything on its head by having a region that was locked to only those pokemon and those were cool i like that the was concept. a re- and that was good and then gen 6 was good and then gen everything up until now was mm, okay uh gen 7 was the alolans right yeah i have a weird affinity for the ultra beasts for no reason uh, those are so dumb <laughs> the whole concept of just these alien interdimensional entities coming in to fuck with things like like yeah. i posted this weird status where it's like man I remember playing Pokemon whenever I was 10 and being like, oh shit, there's a Mew. And now it's like, okay, so there's a Philip K. Dick multiverse going on okay. full of Eldritchian horrors. Yes, and sir. the Ultra Beasts opened the door to the Eldritchian horrors. I'm like, wow, these things just come from nowhere and fuck everything up. Yeah. That's great. I love that. Because it used to be like, oh no, is Clefairy an alien? And now it's like, dude, not only is Clefairy an alien, Deoxys is an alien. And these fucking Ultra Beasts just come and they just eat it all up, dude. I mean, we've already, like, the Ultra Beasts are cool. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But we also just have, like, in Gen 4, we have, like, Arceus, Dialga, and Palkia. Oh, those are great. Like, I did like those. God and then Space and Time themselves. Honestly, I've liked all the Generations legendaries. I think there's some room to work with on certain ones. Like what? Like uh, like the Galar ones? Because those were stupid. I didn't Gen like the Gen 7 dogs. and Gen 8 ones were kind of rough. I did not like, oh, the, the Tapu yeah. Lele and whatnot. Yeah, yeah those are whatever. Eternatus uh, is kind of annoying. Yeah, I like the lion, the, the what's it called? Steel Leo? Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Soligo. Soligo, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And the, the bat. Wyvern. But like Yvetel and like Xerneas were cool as Evil shit. Paul was sick. You like that one. It's the big doom bird, the oh, one yeah, with the red wings and yeah, then the fairy. That's deer. like one of my favorite legendaries of all time. Yeah, that's a Gen 6 was solid. Like I might like Gen 6 actually more than Gen 9, but like Gen 9's pretty cool. So have you heard the news about the Pokemon anime? Ash and Pikachu are leaving, so is yeah. Jesse and James. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah I told you about yeah, this. So so Ash most recently in the story completed the eighth like generations region Galar by doing this thing called the Champions League. And it was essentially like the best eight trainers in the world competing in a bracket style tournament where he had to beat Steven, who was Gen 3's leader, who was ranked number three, Cynthia Gen 4's uh, Elite Four leader, who was ranked number two, and then Leon ranked one. And he did it. Uh, There's actually a 13 minute video I like, like, like to reflect on during it because it cuts all of the talking out and it's just all of the battle. So it's like just super hype the entire time. Right. Love that. Yep. And uh, it basically, like, it rose my suspicion that I think he was going to retire, essentially. Like, it was probably time as the I main mean, you got after that. I mean, do you? Because you have things like One Piece with Luffy and stuff. See, she hasn't watched a lot of the Pokemon anime. Mm-hmm. In fact, last night we got real stoned and we started watching uh, specifically the Ori Calco season of Yu-Gi-Oh!, yeah, Waking the Dragons is sick. Yeah. It's the best one. Well, we got to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! Now after this. Anyways, go but on. But yeah, uh, so I think that I'm most hyped for Ash to finally become 
the la- like okay so i want him to not be a deadbeat dad anymore you want him to grow up like i want him to show up and be like yo what up pidgeot sorry i just kind of left i was you thinking here. about that too like he's gonna go back to the ranch and be like it's time to be with all my pokemon yeah and they're gonna and that's like gonna so kill beautiful him. no they're not gonna kill him they're probably gonna love him well yeah also probably. ash has a gengar oh yeah i forgot it's about critical that. to a, his success he's got a yeah. gengar in a dragonite he's got a gengar a dragonite he's got a he had what's the one ultra beast he did have I don't know. Uh, it's the one that's like a dragon, Naganoddle. Oh, he had one of those. He had a Naganoddle in Gen 7. That, that's the one that comes from like the little Poi Poi thing. Yeah. It's like It's like supposedly a starter Pokemon in that dimension. Yep, but then it evolves for him. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It comes back, actually. He has it as a, a Poi Poi, and then it becomes back as a Naganoddle. Oh, that's wild. And it like helps him. It's very cool. See, I want him no, to... No, no, I want to see, see Charizard get pissed that he didn't take him to the Lilith. Because it was also, well, Leon's a Charizard trainer. So oh. it was like Leon's Charizard was like a big fucking deal. So he didn't bring his own Charizard? Nah, bro. He ran away better team, though. He's smart for that. What about, like, he what had about Stir Fetched? He had Gengar. Yeah, he, he has a Stir Fetch? Yes, sir. It's the Far Fetch that's a knight. Oh. Yeah. You, you know, the duck with the, the onion. Do you remember yeah, the Far Fetch yeah, yeah. she had a long, long time ago in Gen 1? For a very brief amount of time? Yeah. That's the Far Fetch who came back and become his Sir Fetch. That's fucked up. That's fucking sick. After 20 years, he comes back and then helps him win. He's only 10 years old, though. I mean, after, after 10 weeks. <laughs> I imagine Ash's <laughs> adventures are very short. Yeah. Like, I mean, how long does it take you to beat a Pokemon game after you get your hands on it the first time? Like, uh, a week I'm, and a half? No. Most, look, a week? Look, here's the deal. So, I like the ROM hacks now. Oh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? And I'm a completionist. That's gross. So, I've been playing that Hoopa Unbound shit. Okay. And, uh... I almost have the full Pokedex, but then I got the update, which has the Galarian Pokemon in it now, which Galarian Pokemon with fire red graphics is fucking sick. I love this shit. Yeah, I I do play a few ROM hacks on stream now and then. Because I got like, I got the electric Reggie thing. Yeah. Regit whatever. Or Reggie something. And I got the Poison Slowbro. Reggie Elect is what it is. Yeah. And I got a Poison Slowbro. That's cool. I got the Galarian birds, and I'm like, shit, dude, these are sick. I do like them Pokemon. Now, like, let's talk about what you said just a minute ago, Yu-Gi-Oh. You were yeah. watching this recently. Yeah, I was watching it last night, Tabs, actually. Let's, let's give yeah. your opinion on this, because Sam actually, I started having her watch season one with me. I barely remember anything from it. I really like the like heavy like uh medieval and Egyptian like influences mm, and stuff. That yeah, like yeah, yeah, grabs yeah. my attention, but then like after like an episode or two i start to zone out yeah. you also like pegasus yeah yeah pegasus is a well, lot pegasus is definitely an ally yeah yeah at Pe- least pegasus, pegasus is, queer. is a non-binary <laughs> yeah nb oh yeah definitely huge nb pegasus yeah. energy i yes. stand the nb poly do you think that the reason why pegasus is so dead and bringing his wife back is because he wants to get pegged by her again yeah Absolutely. that's why he calls himself pegasus <laughs> like it's in the name dude maximilian getting he's big. just looking for the millennium plug uh, Ooh. the legendary eighth item yeah <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah it's like you put it in your butt and you can see all through the sands of time so why did you choose waking the dragons uh, I don't know. I just like that. Canonically, one. I, like one of the worst seasons. I also like the season too. Oh, it's it's because <laughs> it's it's actually pretty bad. I love the idea of Kaiba having to look at like the the brutal mercenary colonization of his capitalist pig father. Okay. Um, I enjoy the complicated storyline of like this Atlantean like hyper beast just being like, we're gonna set the world right, and it's like, well, maybe you should. Like, what's Yugi actually doing? Like, what lives inside of him? A dark pharaoh that conjures monsters? 
Put that shit to bed. You need to go home, you Correct, sir. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, darts could just summon the Leviathan, and everything will get eaten up, and we can do it all over better. I was also a Cyrus apologist, so... You're... Oh, my God. I love Giratina. Okay, okay. I love the Shadow Realms and the Upside Down. I mean, that shit's cool. Yeah, just like... How do you feel I, about Stranger Things? I liked it. I liked it enough. Yeah. I, I really liked... Good. I liked the, the Eddie... Oh yeah, yeah. he was, was cool. That was that was fun. Tragic um, hero, man. Robert England in the last one was. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Robert, that, was, that was amazing. Beck, no, that was fun, and yeah. like I enjoy the fact that a whole new generation of kids gets to love running up that hill. Oh yeah. Like a lot of yeah. people are like, oh, I'm sick of all these kids knowing all the songs. It's like, no, fuck you, it's great. Yeah. yeah Dude, when the Fleetwood on... Mac uh, juice drinking skateboard guy popped off, I was yes. so happy with that. Incredible. Yeah, he, he got arrested Res recently. Dogs. Yeah, he was on. Oh no. Oh no! Yeah, he got arrested for weed possession. He got arrested in Res Dogs for weed yeah, possession. Yeah, that's funny. Have you seen Res Dogs? No, no. Oh, dude, so good. Such a. Have to watch it. I got way into like modern, like indigenous cultures after that, and yeah, found a lot this of cool good hip hop. Yes, Naughty Knows Res Kids. So amazing. Good. I've so been good. cooking on Australian rap for a little bit. Ooh. I've been listening to like a lot of Australian music. You heard a uh, Tricky Mac and Benny T? No. Oh, man. I've been listening to like King Gizzard and like oh, that's, that's psychedelic porn Chaz. crumpets and like um Amel and the Sniffers. Oh, Love Amel, Amel and the Sniffers. Sniffers. So All fucking right. good. Yeah. Uh Courtney Barnett, that kind of shit. Very cool. I've been Very into cool. that. I've got the hipster taste. <laughs> All right. From like three years ago, hipster taste. <laughs> You know, so, I, so just what they would call mainstream now. Is it mainstream or the well, whatever they like three years ago? They I would mean, say. Yeah, I'm Nate on Snowcoast. Like, oh, the chats, the chats are huge now. Yeah, really? Like the chats yeah, because well, because that was because of Reddit though. Oh. Reddit carried them. On really? The, yeah. Listen to this was like we they love the chats. Oh, I mean, chats is great. Oh yeah. Yeah. You ever seen them play that live? Like now? No. Oh, it's From fun. festival footage, it's like they play it like at like double or triple speed. They just Fun. play super fast. Love Fun. that. Yeah, their songs are super, super fast nowadays. I got really Love into sixties psychedelic garage rock, so like I've been listening to like a lot of the Fugs. I've been listening to a lot of Pantera again because of the comeback. That's wild. Uh, yeah, it is wild that it's back. <laughs> that wild is... that Pantera is playing music with two people that are the most vital, like deceased, but also like they are actually respectfully honoring them. That's good. Didn't that dude do a Nazi salute or some shit? Phil. Yeah. No, he elaborated on that okay. in an interview. He's he's not a Nazi. People, That's good. Some people are screaming white power. They thought he was say, like, screaming it. I don't think he was. Oh. But Phil's also had, like, you know, his moments before. So. Yeah, I mean, they're Southern rock dudes. You got to give them, like, a little bit of, like, space to be very problematic and still enjoy the music, I guess. Yeah, dude, the riffs just fucking go so goddamn hard. I mean, hey, I still listen to Brand New, and I know that's trash, so... Uh, I'm a Taking Back Sunday guy, so get out of here. Oh, lucky you. Yeah, your guy didn't do... Yeah, the... my yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Lacey just got sad because, you know, our guy kissed another girl that he liked at a party when they were didn't know, you know what I, I mean? I thought he got sad because that 16-year-old didn't Skype him back immediately. No, that, no, he was sad because it's, that's a Dejan Tandy. That's Dejan <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that this is this is the whole uh seven times seven versus like oh. uh there's no I in team thing. Okay. I actually watched a video on this today. 
Oh, well, so you're well-versed in the... Yeah, so basically, there actually is a clip the New from, Jersey beef. Yeah, uh, actually, they're Long Island. Long Island beef. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm just Same keeping place. it real. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... The other day, I got yelled at for being like, oh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, same goddamn place. So basically, there's like a like a long-form video I watched, but the, the skinny of it is that like uh, the bass player from Taking Back Sunday... Who now since they're all like it was like a many different versions of that band for years and then they, it was like the original lineup came back a couple years ago as like the band now and uh the original bass player was just like so jesse lacy liked a girl and then uh, whatever the guy's name is from taking back sunday i think it's john uh he kissed that girl at that party because he liked her too and didn't know that jesse lacy didn't like it jesse lacy got song about it wrote a song and then he wrote another song back that's funny. They also were all listening to a bunch of rap at the time. Yeah. So they were talking about how it was like funny that they, because like, they were both in on it essentially about how they should write oh. diss tracks. So <laughs> that way it creates a lot of attention and generates like popularity as we are talking about it right now. I mean, it was 20 years ago. Yeah. 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 You still talk about it. Everybody loves beef. Your guy. My guy, like, no, they're both on the same side. Really, I, I don't. Other than now, no one on the side of Jesse Lacey. Yeah, no one does. I can't. I can't listen. To, I'm can't a listen Manchester to Orchestra guy now. Oh, they all okay. didn't do anything terrible <laughs> yet, right? Uh, yeah. What about Kevin Devine? Is he bad? Because I like Kevin Devine. He actually did a split EP with a uh, John K. Sampson, who's like my favorite dude from the Weaker Thans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Weaker I Thans mean... is my favorite band. Nobody knows who the fuck they are. They're great. They're Canadian. They're beautiful. No, Weaker Thans are great. Really? Are they? Do people like the weaker thans now? Because I know like Pup was all about the weaker thans. And then I watched. I met uh, Pup once. Pup, Pup was great. Really? Yeah, I met them, and I met Lee Corey Oswald once at Warp Tour. Oh, fun! Yeah. Like, who is that guy who did Bond the Music Industry? Jeff Rosenstock. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's real into weaker thans. That's cool. Makes yeah. sense. Folk punk. Folk punk. <laughs> You're a folk punker, and you got yeah. shit. On oh, I saw that. I saw this oh, yeah. list recently that was like the top ten Midwest emo bands. Oh, who's number one? Uh, Modern baseball makes sense. Really, I can live with that. Yeah. Okay, like of all time, yeah, more than American football. American football is number two. Okay, how did modern Whoa, baseball beat yeah. American football? I think what you were misconceiving is, is it that just popularity. Or? Um, let me let me put it this way: I think that American baseball is definitely like the prototype. But I think when it comes down to it, like, yes, there's a lot of polyrhythms and cool, like, that kind of songwriting. Mm-hmm. But the songs that, like, were written for sports, but more so you're going to miss it all, are, like, yeah. those are pop songs mm-hmm. that are Midwest emo songs. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Those tunes are unforgettable. Yeah, like, they do just But I had some, I had some issues with it. Um, where'd, where'd Cap and Jazz and, like, Braid fall on it? What about Braid Hum? wasn't on it. Hum wasn't on it. What the fuck? I think Cap and Jazz made it somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, but I, I one of my biggest issues is that like I didn't see like Marietta was pretty high up, and I was like, not even. What about me. Slaughter Beach Dog? Slaughter like, Beach Dog did make the list. Okay, nice. I was gonna say because like you said, Modern Baseball, and like I love Slaughter Beach. Yeah, Dog. actually, yeah. it's funny because like I think Slaughter Beach Dog was either like eight or nine, and as soon as they said Slaughter Beach Dog, I was just like, dude. Modern baseball though, so good. And I, I love like baseball, I do too. Number one, I think so. Well, like, who like aren't they're from Pennsylvania? Is that even the Midwest? It counts. I it's the so. same like it's the industrial Midwest. You know. What okay. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The Rust Belt. Yeah. The Rust Belt. Yeah. Emo. The Rust Belt email works. So does that extend to like Nebraska? Because it's also Philly Motown, baby. Motown. <laughs> 
Because, like, if it extends to Nebraska, like, where did cursive fall? Well, here's my big one. Uh, they did not have uh, tiny moving parts on there at all. And I really? Think, I think Dylan Matthyson is, like, the current king of, like, writing Midwest emo riffs. What about Roswell? Oh, they're from West Virginia. But that's, like, about, basically that's I think that Midwest is. emo can go to whatever thing as long as it fits the sound. Okay. Yeah. So like well, yeah. ads. What about dads? They were on Bro, there, right? Charmer should have been on there for me. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like Charmer a lot. Yeah, too. they like coming up with too. I love. Yeah. I love their tone. And I love their sound. I and it's... What about Mom Jeans? Mom Jeans was pretty high up, and I was like, uh, I think like number three or four, and I was just like wholesome. So like that's the this is where I get into differentiation, right? Midwest emo versus like Sparkle Punk, because mm-hmm. there's there's like Mobo and then Mom Jeans, right? Yeah. Uh, that like deviation. Mm-hmm. Because you know, we all know, we all know that Mom Jeans did what they did. We know they stole that sound at the beginning. We know they ripped it straight off. <laughs> there are songs that have been taken down because of it, you know. So if it's happened and they acknowledge that it's happened, then like whatever. But uh, like I don't know. Like, what do you consider the quintessential Midwest emo? Is it is it American football? Uh, no, it's braid for me. Okay. Or hum. I know that sounds weird. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's no. not that weird. Like, if I'm going like Midwest emo, like, like, ugh. are we talking like Carhartt jackets or the spirit of Midwest emo? Because those are two different. Because I feel like the spirit is American football. Yeah, American yeah, football, yeah. or like even like American football braid cap and jazz hum, which I believe are all Illinois bands. Yeah, cap and jazz is. Uh, braid is there American football, football is American football champagne. Yeah, yeah. the um, house is been to the house. Who hasn't? Right. I mean, it's if you're, a, it's if a you're, rite if of passage. I feel like if you're like not that far away, you know what I mean? Right. Like, only a couple hours. Like I, that's why I went. It was not yeah. that far. It's a couple yeah. hours. So. I mean, one could argue Death Cab for Cutie even embraces Midwest emo. Kanye it's West. It's too indie. Emo. It is too e- indie, but it all depends. Like if you listen to like we have the facts and we're voting yes. Yeah, I had to have the conversation with someone like, what is emo and what is indie? And I was just like, that's such a nuance. Thing. Yeah. I think Promise Ring is where they kiss. Yes. The Promise Ring. Yeah, Promise yeah. Ring. And then Maritime becomes emo or indie. Makes okay. sense. Yeah. So Promise Ring is indie and emo where they kiss. Same with um, Super Well, the big Chunk. thing is, is a lot of these bands, like, they transition over time to different things and how they write. Yeah. So they don't always stay the same. They aren't always the exact same genre true because i have listened to newer albums by older bands and i'm like what the fuck is this you know what What have you brought here was a what the fuck is this moment i saw uh smashing pumpkins oh last month oh two hour show oh god (laughs) marathon yeah it sounds like you had to trudge through it yeah honestly i took my sister and her friend and it was like a chaperone event if it was up to me i would have left yeah, I can't think of a of a. Smashing Once they played Cherub like, Rock, like, dude, I was just like, "All right, I'm I'm good." And they played like you know a few more. They play a lot. They have a lot of hits actually. They do, but like I can't think of a Smashing Pumpkins song I like that was released after 2002. Yeah, they played some new songs at the end. Mm. Very spectacly. You know, Billy Corgan did shred. I will say that he's in his own Billy Corgan way. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Not my thing. I couldn't. I. I don't. I can't. Imagine I'm glad I saw that. Time at I that. will say that was like my number nine out of like ten top ten bands I would want to see before I die that see, I could see because yeah. most of the ones that I want to see are ones that I'll never be able to see. Like from the nineties, I think I my think ever, but I think obviously Nirvana's up there. <laughs> I gather. <laughs> yeah, Nirvana with Cobain would be insane to see. Uh, Dimebag Daryl with Pantera would be insane to see for me. But that's what I'm saying. There's like so many bands I'd rather see with their original lineup, and that would like mean more to me. But like without it, I'm like, hmm, schmop. See, I'd want to see the Foo Fighters, and you still Seen could, them. and they're still good. Seen them. 
they're, 2007. They're just like the Amazing. Most just good dad band. Just like you oh, cool. it made a Dave Grohl. What's a bad? What's a bad dad band? Uh, um, a bad da- like I don't know, like the obvious ones, like Trapped and Nickelback. <laughs> like, freedom, like oh, so yeah. what is this about Gen Z? Um, liking like, Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about that on the pod. We're gonna wrap it up. Then see you later, everyone. <laughs> bye bye.